a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to um, see, listen to Diane Green, former CEO at Google, um, one of the founders and CEOs of VMware, otherwise touted as the queen of virtualization present out in San Francisco. And she said something that, that stuck with me for a couple of years. Virtualization forever changed the way that machines are built, where cloud is, is forever changing the way and, and directly impacting the way that companies are built. I'm excited for the opportunity to talk about unified communication as a service. I don't think, piggybacking on Diane's point, there is any platform, service, cloud solution or otherwise that can fundamentally change your organization both internally and externally in day one. The question for you, are you ready for that change? Hello, folks. Welcome to another Connection podcast. You just heard from John Furman, Connection's Partner Alliance Manager for Cloud, talking about the high-level potential of unified communications as a service. In this conversation, John shares with us what UCAS is and why your company should be looking to adopt it. Connection's Penny Conway, Senior Program Manager for Workplace Transformation, gets us started and up to speed on where the market is headed and where it stands now. John, you actually gave me an interesting statistic that by 2021, 90% of companies will have adopted some type of cloud-based unified communication system. But only currently, there 10% of companies have adopted. Is that true? Absolutely. And, and even more compelling or exciting for me and my team here at Connection is by next year, 50% will be there. So we have 40% of our customer base to support uh, and guide along this path um, for the next two years. So exciting time. That's amazing. So, John, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do here at Connection, and just let's get to know you a little bit. Sure. So uh, Partner Alliance Manager for Cloud here at Connection, Uh, myself and my team, we're responsible and really categorize our expertise in three main areas, uh, cloud, co-location, and connectivity. From a cloud perspective, we work align and have expertise across 60 to 70 different cloud services, anything as a service ranging from our topic today, unified communication as a service, to infrastructure as a service, DR, backup, desktop as a service, device as a service near and dear to you, (laughs) um, and everything in between. From a co-location perspective, we have access to over 1,500 data centers around the globe. Uh, From a connectivity perspective, over 90 carriers globally. And really, in short, our job is to guide our customers with as many options as there are, and it's constantly changing daily. How do we block out the unwanted noise, guide you to the best solution platform or service based on your business requirements? So that's what we do day in, day out here. Excellent. Sounds exciting. And yes, device as a service, very near and dear to my heart. Um, We've had um, past guests talk about OEM devices and Intel and Microsoft and how everyone's really hopping on that device as a service, cloud as a service, infrastructure as a service, really across the board. Um, So unified communications as a service was a new one for me um, to learn about, and I'm excited to learn more from you today. So let's really set the stage. What is unified communications as a service um, for a customer? If they're looking at their environment, what does it mean to them? How do they evaluate? And what steps do they take to move forward? Sure. By by definition, unified communication as a service is a delivery model in which uh, a PBX, um, a private branch exchange, otherwise the server, the guts of your on-premise telephony system, uh, and collaboration applications and services are outsourced to a third-party provider. 
In other words, we're putting your phone, your collaboration suite of services and applications into uh, a hosted platform into the cloud. So that means no more of those giant dedicated closets full of phone systems? Absolutely. And, and when, we, <laughs> when we compare the on-prem versus cloud, and this argument's across the board, whether it's your phone system, uh, your line of business applications from an infrastructure perspective, backup, whatever it may be, from an on-premise perspective, if you're fortunate to have the staff, if you're fortunate to have a telecommunications manager or someone in that role, um, you're further ahead than most and can probably continue to maintain in the status quo. But when you look at what goes into it, you have maintenance and support. You have to manage multiple carriers uh, to tie into your phone service platform and to support maybe multiple offices across multiple regions domestically or globally. You have hardware costs. You have the cost of downtime, let alone the risk of downtime, because you can't just buy one PBX. Well, you could, <laughs> but that one goes down, there's an issue, right? right? You've got to invest in times two, if you will, at the very least. You get usage fees and, and just outdated technology uh, that you're responsible for maintaining and upgrading along the way. Versus a, a cloud-based setup or unified communication as a service, you get built-in DR day one. So the service providers that we work with, they have points of presence all over the globe. And I, I don't know of a single one that only has two. Right. Um, so you get that DR out of the box, you get a uniform software uh, platform across the board. You can scale quickly. You can integrate with anything available on the planet today, um, and you control it all centrally. You can control it from an app on your phone, just Every making lives easier <laughs> and, and making employees happier. Everything is controlled from an app on our phones yeah. these days. <laughs> Um, so you had actually, uh, we had talked about doing a fun little uh, exercise where we were going to look at all of the applications that I have on my own computer or at my desk, and you were going to kind of say how that wraps up into a UCAS solution. Sure. So I did some research, and I went through um, all of my applications on my computer last night. So for um, just basic, and this just blows me away, for basic chat apps. Um, everyone has a different one by department or by partner that you're using. So I have Jabber. I have WebEx. I have Skype for Business. I have Slack. I have um, WebEx Teams. And I have Microsoft Teams. And along with all of those things that I used to just chat with people in my own company, I, have, of course, have my own Outlook. I have our CRM system that we use. Um, and a desk phone. So I find myself sitting at my desk having um, my phone actually doesn't, my headset doesn't connect to my computer. Um, it sometimes connects to my phone. Um, but everything's very manual and disconnected. And you're telling me that UCAS can actually bring all of these things together, make it a better experience for me, but not only me, but for my company. So tell me how we do that. Uh, I I took my homework to heart. I did it myself. Um, and everything that you listed, as well as the three screens that I have on my desk, let alone in my home office, just to be able to have as many of those windows open, right, right and control and move back and forth. But the idea of unified communication as a service and what it brings to the table, it, it, it allows a couple opportunities. One, the opportunity to you know potentially eliminate or consolidate the amount of applications that you're picking and choosing between um, and or the opportunity to integrate with those applications. Um, there's, there's a cost factor associated with that. 
you have WebEx, you have whomever's team, um, you have Jabber, you have Slack, uh, you have Zoom, uh, which everybody's loving. And as a mm -hmm. company, they're doing incredibly well, about to break into the UCAS space, actually. Um, but what do you need, right? What are your employees asking for? What are they used to leveraging? Let's integrate with what they like and eliminate what they don't need and save you some money along the way. Right. Um, from a cost perspective, just the economics of it, uh, and don't quote me on the exacts, but let's just say every one of those applications is 10 to $20 per month uh, per user. Well, you listed six, seven, maybe eight, yeah. right? We're at $120, $150 a month, and none of them are talking together. None of them are connected. They're all separate and you're communicating with different departments, different customers, different people. Um, for $20 to $30 a seat, Unified Communication as a Service brings all of those things together, again, eliminates and or integrates natively or via API uh, into those applications, just really giving them the opportunity to work more efficiently across the board. And without any additional infrastructure, because it's all cloud-based, it's all happening somewhere else, it's all built into that service that you're providing. It's, it's plug and play. Um, a, a colleague in the industry uh, likes to make the statement, right? It's an API economy. Um, everything's at the application layer. And so, you know, eliminating the tethered cords, if you will, to your desk, give uh, a company the opportunity to really scale and take advantage of the applications that their employees are otherwise demanding. So when we look at the current adoption rate of 10% up against that 90 that will have some some type, what do you think in your personal or professional opinion, because this is a podcast and you are allowed to give your opinion, um, what's going to drive that 80% increase in adoption across the industry? Is it organizations looking to make significant changes to the cloud or do you think it's going to be sort of employee driven that this is the way that the new workforce is using their applications they have apps they use things from their phone and it's easier so what do you think is going to kind of break the camel's back and make this a booming industry it's a great question a few ways i'd answer that the just the cloud adoption again widespread phone infrastructure or otherwise um, is obviously the world that we're living in now and the transition that you know we're all going through and helping our customers through a lot of customers are wondering where should i start right should i look and move my key line of business applications to the cloud more of that on-prem uh, server storage you know san infrastructure into aws google azure or otherwise that's a pretty significant move um, and otherwise that's somebody's baby and mm -hmm. so when I think of it on a personal note, speaking candidly, I hate dealing with my phone. I hate dealing with my you know, cellular service provider. Um, I just want it to work. I want dial tone. I want it to connect everything that I have. As a consumer, we're used to that experience. Mm -hmm. And I think more than ever, employees are judging their IT staff based on bringing that experience that we all expect and kind of have established at home into the office. So the adoption of cloud, where do I start? I think your phone, your telephony setup is a great place to consider. Um, and on top of that, you know, I think of if I could take a step back, I, I know we talked about this earlier, but I had the opportunity to attend a, a Google summit um, 
a couple years ago, and Diane Green was the CEO at the time, um, former CEO and co-founder of VMware. Uh, I think I think she's been touted as the queen of virtualization. Sounds like it. <laughs> and and Diane said something that stuck with me over the past couple years now, because um, it, it just makes sense, right? What what VMware, what virtualization did. Um, uh, really driving and impacting how machines are built is what cloud is doing, driving and impacting the way that companies are built. And I don't think there's a, a single cloud service, if you will, that can have as great and as fundamental of an impact on an organization's culture, both internally and externally, as unified communication as a service can. So, New IT management, CIO, VP of IT, you want to make an impact on your organization, this is a heck of a way to do it. Oh, interesting. So uh, it's, I, I actually really, I like that sort of analogy because we look at maybe more things of the past, like those things that were the huge impacts that either a CEO or someone on the executive staff were looking to organizationally change something to um sort of make their company move in a new direction, be more efficient. And I I sense it when I'm talking to customers that they want to make that shift, that their their mind is there. And I think people start it with sort of the basics, like a Microsoft license that they've been purchasing for years on-prem. They're looking to move it into the cloud, or Microsoft is forcing them to move it into the cloud. Um, and that's a, another, I asked the question of, do you think it's companies, um, you know, executive staff, or do you think it's employees making the shift culturally? Um, but on the other end, um, you mentioned VMware, you mentioned Google. Uh, those providers are pushing it as well. They're not building the old way of doing things. They're not providing the same old hardware. They're not providing that infrastructure. And so what are you seeing out in the um, partner community? You work with a lot of different partners. Where, where are the strengths and the weaknesses in the industry? Who are you seeing as leaders in the UCAS space? Um, and what's your sort of take on that? So everybody loves, um, although I think there's, there's a shift going on from a credibility standpoint, not knocking anybody in particular from some of the large research houses. So, you know, the Gartner statistic you shared early on, 90% adoption in the next two years. Incredible. Uh, Gartner and their magic quadrant is pretty well respected and otherwise, you know, the first place anybody will look to say, is this technology real? Is this widely adopted? Uh, and who can we trust because they're in one of these four quadrants? Well, the UC quadrant, the, the legacy PBX quadrant, if you will, uh, last year, or maybe it was earlier this year, Gartner has completely eliminated that. They're not going to be measuring, rating, uh, otherwise placing uh, legacy UC uh, PBX service providers in a UC quadrant. Only unified communication as a service going forward. Um, what, what's driving that, uh, certainly all the statistics we're talking about, and the organizations out there that are um, really adopting this, um, you know, are those that appreciate the scalability and reliability that cloud brings to the table. Um, but then you get into some of the cool stuff, the AI, machine learning, um, uh, you know, the integrations that we've talked about uh, with line of business applications and things of that nature. Uh, some of the service providers in our space, and we work with all the leading uh, Gartner-rated service providers, as well as 
some you've never heard of that are absolutely disrupting this market. Um, providers like Ring Central and 8x8, um, Macergy, Evolve IP. Some of them have proprietary uh, platforms from end to end. They don't use anybody else's stuff mm. uh, to make what they do great. Others leverage the best in breed technologies from organizations like Cisco um, to deliver, again, that unified communication platform and experience. But the cool thing we're starting to see is taking advantage of um, the, again, the machine learning that an organization like Google brings to the table with their platform and services, uh, persona-based routing. We, we joked about this yesterday, but I think the best example is the Discover Card commercial where you're otherwise talking to your, your boondoggle, yeah, right, yeah. on the other end of the line. And, um, and what it doesn't state, Discover is promoting themselves, is that is uh, the uh, direct output of persona-based routing built into these unified communication and contact center platforms that allow you to recognize who's calling in to your organization, what mood are they in, you know, what mood do they typically get in as soon as somebody picks up the phone. Let's make sure they're routed to the best person to handle that customer and at that time. If um, that existed, uh, the hundreds of times that I have had to call Comcast, I can guarantee you I would have had a better user experience. <laughs> you know, when my TV's not working or my internet's not working and they're like, we'd like you to reset the box. And I'm like, if you had known that I have already tried that 16 times and my frustration level is now up here, uh, you wouldn't have put this guy on the phone with me. <laughs> But that's interesting. You know, I see the Discover commercials and I never sort of thought of it that way is that um, we actually have the technology and the machine learning to more aptly, um, you know, designate someone in customer service because that's been a huge like we saw sort of um, a, a peak of customer service. It was great. And then it was all of a sudden for years we saw like a huge decline. It was terrible. It was awful. It was outsourced. It was um um, all computer generated that didn't work. Um, so now seeing the swing and the technology that the cloud has really, um, really afforded us to have, we're going to see probably a whole new reinvention of customer service and customer contact. And, it, and it's that customer experience. I mean, we hear CX and, and all these other acronyms and ways to describe how businesses are changing their overall go to market. And it all comes back to customer experience. Right. I know it's something we talk about here a lot at Connection. Um, and something we're always striving to excel in. You know, my statement about fundamentally changing your organization with one investment in one platform, this is the platform to do that. Um, uh, you know, stealing from uh, uh, some well-respected colleagues in the industry, you know, you look at those line of business applications, you look at Salesforce, Dynamics, any CRM, ERP, uh, any of your databases that you use to collect, maintain, uh, and otherwise chart your customers uh, along uh, their journey with you, imagine your phone system tied directly into that. And when Jim, Joe, Mary, Sally call in, you immediately have their information. What did you talk about right. last? Did you resolve the issue? Uh, was it a positive outcome? Did you have to credit them? And beyond the persona-based routing aspect, which is really cool, um, that'll essentially evolve, uh, certainly evolve over time, but you're able to get in and, and, and have a immediate conversation without pulling their teeth through the information that exactly. they otherwise have to give before they can talk to yeah. you. Um, so 
pretty cool the impact you can have externally to your customers as well as again internally reducing the window panes and <laughs> um, the outages I can't make a call why can't I receive a call my right. call dropped none of these things are good for business externally let alone internally from a uh, employee satisfaction perspective. Yeah, great point. So a, co- a company that is looking to say they are um, not in that uh, 10% who has already adopted, but they're listening today and they're thinking, I might want to explore this. Where do they start? How does someone even start looking at what's going on and seeing what they can do with UCAS? There's a lot of noise out there. So this stuff is awesome. It's cool. It's it's everything it's touted to be. Uh, and there's a lot of new players emerging and disrupting this market. Um, but with as many options as there are, there's a lot of noise. Um, and there's a lot of things to you know look out for, if you will. One, uh, there's the cultural component. Beyond the tech and the integration points and all that, is the company ready to make this shift? Right. And And you have to take a look at how your users are interacting, uh, how they're collaborating. And then from there, you know, you can start to piece together what would be the right service or platform to kind of bring that to the next level in a positive way. Um, But taking a step back, that's where, you know, we as Connection and and our cloud specialists have the opportunity to speak with you about your business requirements first and foremost. Where are you? Where are you looking to be geographically from an application perspective, from a cloud perspective? Um, what are the key line of business applications that you otherwise hope this platform can integrate with, uh, collaborate with, and data dump into? Um, and, you know, where, where and how are users located? Um, how are they connected? Um, all of those factors we take into account when speaking with, you know, our customers. And from there, we look at the 30, 40, 50, and I'm sure there'll be more options out there, and we really shrink the world on their behalf. And we look at the key service providers that can deliver on those business needs. The tech is almost easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really taking the pain out of that journey away um, from the customers and guiding them down the right path into their end result. So you mentioned there's a lot of noise out there and 40, 50, maybe more providers that will be coming. What are the things that customers need to be looking out for or watching out for as they look to make this shift? You know, first and foremost, taking inventory of what you already have. Um, and although we're talking about everything being in the cloud, there's still a, a physical phone on your desk, should you choose to take advantage of that. So, you know, looking at uh, the current architecture, the current infrastructure you have in place, the current investments that you've made, there are a lot of services out there, uh, in particular the, the Cisco-based services that allow you the opportunity to flex some of those costs into their UC platforms. Um, so, you know, taking inventory of what you have, taking inventory of the applications that your users are taking advantage of versus those that they're not, um, you know, can help establish a baseline of what you eliminate, what you keep, and where you go forward. The idea of how you approach it, there's the rip and replace model, which uh, great for those, um, not for the faint of heart. Um, certainly, if you're ready to do it, go nuts, go all in, and we can certainly help you down that path. However, a phased approach uh, for organizations that have multiple sites, um, certainly domestically, regionally, uh, absolutely globally, is an area where I'm seeing a lot of folks struggle today in that you can't do it all at once because you can't be everywhere at once, um, let alone 
you have to find a way to unify a dial plan across all those sites as you're rolling this out. Otherwise, you're going to stand up a site and they're going to be completely disconnected from the one down the street. So how you approach that, what services and solutions allow you the opportunity to approach it in a phased manner uh, is absolutely something to look out for and be conscious of. And again, we're happy to guide you down that path. The other, you know, some of the noise out there is, is you know, we talk about everything being integrated um, and your ability to integrate well with the applications that are important to your core business um, and your day-to-day -day responsibilities. There's native integration and then there's other integration. Um, so just be wary of, yes, we can integrate with. Um, this is where we can get into the bits and bytes a little bit more to understand, you know, truly what is a, a successful integration look like for you as an organization for your employees um, to make sure, again, we're guiding you correctly. The last thing I would say is pilot it, POC. Um, it's my favorite, favorite word, POC. <laughs> absolutely have to try this out and think of the people that are going to be leveraging the phone. Granted, it's everybody, right, across the organization in most cases, but think about the the person at the front desk in the lobby. Their experience handling calls is a lot different than, you know, maybe somebody in HR, finance, or on the sales floor. Mm -hmm. And give stakeholders from each department an opportunity to come in and experience the system from end to end, pilot that system from end to end, so you can get their direct feedback. This is a massive change. Uh, it's a great change and in investment to consider and move forward with. But if you don't have their buy-in and they want to be a part of these decisions, mm -hmm. um, you know, then you could be setting yourself up for some disappointment down the road. Excellent. And I, I like I said, proof of concept POC in my world with device as a service. It's been a huge um, gateway for us because I think the same thing with um, the unified communications is it's something new. It's a new model of doing something, even though it's everyone's job function remains the same. Everyone is going to interact with the technology or the service a different way. And so I couldn't agree more with you that get it into the hands of people or on the heads of people or at their fingertips. Let them learn how to use it. See if it's going to make their life better. And that in turn makes the transition so much easier. You, I mean, we've all we've worked in companies for years. What's it like when all of a sudden there's a new rollout of some new technology or some new chat system that we're supposed to use without any sort of, um, you're blindsided by it, so you don't adopt it. Right. Um, and so that's really, I, I think, at the pace of technology that it's moving today, um, the proof of concept stage is huge for customers. And Connection, I think, does a really good job of setting up those POCs for our customers. We have talked about a lot today. And one of the things that I want to have you come back and talk about, we touched on it just slightly, um, but have you come back and really talk about the teams aspect? Um, we keep hearing that different platforms are teams, that it's the one size fits all solution. So I'd love to have you come back, John, and cover really deeper what that means, what teams are, um, what it can replace with, what it can integrate. Um, really your take on it of, of what you see happening in the industry and in the market for customers. Absolutely. And everybody is going to Teams in some capacity. Cisco has their version. Microsoft has theirs. There, there may be a favorite uh, in that space from my perspective. But 
it's not a telephony system. It's not a telephony platform. Uh, and so I think the key component and something I look forward to speaking about um, when we come back is is integrating with that team's environment uh, effectively, efficiently, and, and correctly. Um, so we look forward to the opportunity to, uh, to speak about that and in more detail. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, John. We learned a lot about Unified Communications as a service. You shared very nicely how you, you and your team can help support our customers um, through that exploratory phase, through that proof of concept phase. So I would encourage, if you are listening, to reach out to John and his team. Um, visit us at connection.com and learn more about how UCAS can really make a difference in your organization. Thanks so much, John. Thank you. Thank you.